Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, Ducks fans. Welcome to another episode of The Quack Report. My name's Carter, host of this wonderful show, joined by Nate, who is also a host of this wonderful show called The Quack Report. How's it going? Is it wonderful? Is it wonderful? I think so. Or do people just tolerate us? It's Yeah, maybe that's a better word. A tolerable show. It's, like, it's, it's good show. enough, yeah. I guess, <laughs> that I'll listen to it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I did have to laugh, though, and I'll, uh, I'll, I'll give a shout-out to our buddy, uh, the, the Ronarchy there on, uh, on Twitter, mm. who quote-tweeted the, uh, you know, the, the, the clip the, the from new our episode last episode. Post, yeah. yeah, and, uh, and, and captioned, you know, our, our talk about uh, Shattenkirk's first goal, like, with the Zegris move, and yep. you talking about how, like, you could even make that, uh, make that shot that uh, Shattenkirk did, yep. and just, like, our rebuttal, like, to it, and, like, like up to you saying like you're a defensive defenseman yeah <laughs> I, I had to laugh at that so i was, I was like that's okay good. that's how you know somebody's like is actually listening to us which it feels really nice actually that i'm yeah. not just you know speaking to the wind but yeah because um, yeah that wasn't in the clip that we posted for the, the episode yeah. like it was it was about the clip because we were talking about chat and kirk but i might i'd cut that part out it was in like a different part of the conversation so yeah, but yeah it was it was cool so yeah shout out to the ronarchy and anybody else as well that you know actually like listens to us and listens to the full episode as well. Cause we do yeah. go off on tangents sometimes and not everything is, you know, directly related to the ducks, but yeah. you know, if you're like, you're invested in the conversation that we're having at least like, which is really cool to cool to see. Mm-hmm. Like when you guys, you know, react to it or that kind of thing. And you know, like if there's something that we say in particular, you know, that you want to talk about or that, you know, the DMS are open. We've had people message before and it's been great. And yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And I know that we have, you know, lots of listeners too, that just, don't or don't want to or can't interact with the show like either the live stream doesn't uh work for their schedule or like they're, they're just you know don't don't generally interact like I, I listen to tons of podcasts that i don't like directly interact with the host like i just enjoy listening yeah. to them but i don't like follow them on twitter or dm them or like anything like that yeah. um so you know there's, we're, we're small but, enough that uh, like still that you can do that and we'll oh yeah 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 but you know there's 
for for all the listeners that we don't shout out because like you know we don't see you guys in the chat and you don't DMS and you just listen like we appreciate you just as much. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, because you know we we get the stats on how many downloads we get and it it doesn't add up to the amount of people that are in the chat. So it's uh, so we yeah. know that there, there's more out there. So yeah, but yeah, it's very cool. So um, yeah, how was uh, how was your weekend? It's been all right. Just homework as usual honestly yeah, <laughs> that's that's the answer i'm gonna give you probably till about midway through uh april is just yeah. homework so yeah and then I it's got, gonna got, be like oh i just had a relaxing weekend played some video games and didn't think about much dude i <laughs> <Yeah>. honestly <laughs> miss video games so much while yeah. i've been like doing homework i've been having uh like different youtube videos just kind of like playing in the background just because like i i just need something on as something well. to like, like drown out background noise and kind of you know, yeah yeah so i've been having uh lately lately, lately it's been a lot of uh call of duty and uh halo reviews and oh, especially yeah. like the halo ones i'm like man i want to go back and like play that series like in chronological order again go like from reach uh up to like halo infinite kind of thing like unfortunately you got to play halo 5 in there but yeah. um <laughs> i was like like man like, it just makes me want to play those games like the campaigns again like mm-hmm. so badly and i'm just like but i i can't because i'm doing homework till like midnight every night yeah <laughs> so and trying to balance like like putting the show stuff in and like other just like hockey and general and whatnot but yeah so just a couple more weeks just a couple more yeah. weeks of school so you're almost there you're almost there, there. so yeah. i said the uh there's the one semester I don't know if we both did it at the same time because it was like part of our like our first degree program planning guide kind of thing that had yep. us like taking a few semesters of six courses, which is fucking yep. ridiculous. I, I think we did do it at the same time now that yeah. I think about it because the first couple like, of years we took exactly the same. Cl- yeah, like we had to take the exact same classes, so we just took the exact same times as well. Yeah. So, um, but like even that semester that uh, that I took of like the six courses, I'm like the workload is was not like this semester for me kind of thing. So yeah, I'm just like, just trying to get through it. Like normally I'm the guy who's like, you know, if, if he's writing a paper, like I'll run it through like spell check and like a Grammarly or something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. To make sure it's gonna, like, kind of do. S- yeah. Like kind of like do some <laughs> edits kind of thing. And like at this point, like I'm kind of like, you know, spell checking it like as I'm going other than that though, as soon as it's done, I'm just sending it off. I'm just like, I yeah. don't care. <laughs> You're like, it's done. Get, get it out of my face. Yeah. <laughs> as long as it's the minimum grade I need, I'm good. I'm good with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so just with how like hectic it's been, but yeah. No, so, so yeah. How about yours? Uh, how, how about your weekend? How was it? Uh, pretty good. Yeah, just been catching up on some chores, enjoying the nice weather, getting out and you know, doing, doing a little walk. Yeah, no more so. weird like up and down with the temperature in our area, please. <laughs> yeah, uh, supposedly there's no more snow. That doesn't mean that there's no more snow coming, but <laughs> they're yeah. saying no more snow. <laughs> one, one more snowfall in April that's just going to fuck us all over kind of thing. Yeah, pretty She's much. like, when can I put yeah. my like all-season tires on? When can I put those on? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and and you know, too, as soon as you do that, snowfall coming the next day, yep. like unexpectedly, exactly. not not in the, the weather report or anything. It's coming down. So you, yep. you got to wait until it's safe, which is usually like mid-May, early June, <laughs> sort yeah, of. Exactly. That, that's when you know it's safe, yeah. And then, you're, and then you're throwing the winters back on in October or something like that. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I think last year I even threw them on in September, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I did actually because it was before uh, before my first uh, game with the Copperheads, like working that. Oh yeah. And there was supposed to be a snowfall there, um, and I have to like drive out of town for it, right? So I'm like, I definitely need my winter tires. Yeah. So 
They they do say like you're supposed to do it once it gets to like you know generally around like plus seven as the high, which whatever whatever that is for your, the American listeners. But like ju- just above freezing, like freezing is yeah. obviously zero Celsius. So well, maybe not obvious, but for us it's obvious zero Celsius. So s- seven Celsius, you know, just a little bit up there, kind of to the point where you know you might get some frost on the road, you know, overnight uh, freezing. So about forty five Fahrenheit. Okay. Yeah, that's it's seven. It's seven Celsius. So yeah. So I mean, down in Anaheim, you probably don't have to worry about that. You're like, you have special tires for, for yeah, <laughs> a di- for a different season. It's like, yeah, no, we got, we got, you know, winter tires and yeah, summer tires essentially. So that are just you know the winter tires a little little grippier, but if you drive them on just you know plain asphalt, they like get torn to shreds. Yeah, not not like torn to shreds, but you know, a l- little rougher on them. So yeah, and with the weird. Uh, like weather basically that we've had here of like it's really nice and then it's suddenly really cold again and it's going back and forth but like you have a lot of those clear roads that are just kind of chewing them up and I'm just like oh man <laughs> yeah yeah it's tough but so um and and yeah it's like it's it's almost like a jinx it's it's like saying the word yeah. shut out like on like during a game yeah. is uh like a similar jinx is putting your snow brush away, like taking it out of your car and putting it inside the house. Like it's, immediately, it I snows. always just leave mine. Honestly, twenty four seven, it's in there. Like I don't care yep. if it's July. If I put the snow brush away and it snows, like yep. that's my fault. <laughs> then, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, there's just like you, you put your snow brush inside. There's just a single cloud above your house, just like dumping snow on you. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how it works. That's how it works here in southern Alberta. Yeah, I I don't believe in a higher power, but you know, there's I, I'm superstitious in that way. <laughs> that you know, there's there's something controlling that sort of stuff. Just to like as a as a specific to to fuck you in particular for putting your yeah. brush away. How dare yeah, you? <laughs> exactly. Just remember, everybody, global warming is not real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if if you didn't catch it, that's very sarcastic. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, I guess we should talk about this uh, th- this fight for Bedard that happened on uh, on Friday yeah. night. Yeah, we were crushing the segways like well, last week, and I, I got nothing for, <laughs> for snowfall and climate change into this one. Yeah. But, <laughs> you, you know, if we were playing Seattle, you could do like a climate pledge arena segue, but we're not. So yeah, we're just we're just gonna get into this Ducks and Blue Jackets game here. The uh, wait, wait, I think I got it. the okay. temperature might be rising uh, where we are, but uh, the, and the Ducks are also rising. Uh, in terms of temperature and in the standings, unfortunately or fortunately, depending on your point of view. Perfect. Let's let's send it. <laughs> so yeah, game number sixty nine. Nice. nice of the season. Seven <laughs> uh, four win for the Ducks over the Blue Jackets. I will say, <laughs> I didn't get I didn't get the score right, but you said five three. I said eight seven for the Ducks. So like. I was okay. I, I, I did say high scoring. It wasn't as high scoring as I thought, but you know, pretty close, pretty close. So the fact that that I got a seven in the score and there was a seven in the final, I'll take. I'll take that as a win. There you go. Um. So yeah, very uh, like the score doesn't really show. I guess how close of a game this was. It was like it, it was always um uh, like kind of a one goal game up until the last you know, couple 
well, really, yeah, last minute and a half, two minutes, whenever the first empty net goal was scored. Yeah, it was actually it was, that Harrington empty net was the first time that there was more than a one-goal lead. Yeah, either that, it was either tied or the Ducks were ahead by one because it was like Ducks would score, Columbus would answer. Ducks would score, Columbus would answer. And like that, yeah. it was just very back and forth in that way. So it, it was exciting to watch uh, for that. And then, yeah, like the, the the 7-4 is definitely inflated by the couple of empty netters there, so... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, two empty net goals there by uh, by Scott Harrington and uh, Ryan Strom there uh, in the last minute of the game. Um, Harrington putting up two goals yeah. technically in, uh, in in this game as well. So he mm-hmm. got that uh, that uh, first goal. Um, mm, second goal? Oh, no, sorry. You're, you're sorry. Yeah. His, his, like, his first, his goal, first was goal was the second. But then I was trying to, yeah, the, but was the second goal of the game. Which Second or third, maybe? Yeah. Uh, yeah, just a just a rip there from uh, from the blue line that, uh, that beat Hutchinson pretty cleanly surprisingly yeah. actually well, like they had a they had a really good shot of it in the um like the game highlights that i yeah. watched and well because the shot kind of zipped past one of the defenders for columbus i don't remember who and he kind of ducked his head out of the way but it it kind of i'm surprised it didn't besides that it was a pretty clear path yeah yeah like i don't know how it didn't tip off anybody but it, it was kind of like a fluttering puck so like it went yeah. up over his shoulder and then kind of as it went past his head and again it definitely didn't touch him it like kind of dropped like it, it so like I think maybe Hutchinson was expecting it to go high and wide and then it just like suddenly like kind of dipped over Hutchinson's shoulder and yeah, went into that like it, it was a very weird shot but I but mean even then, like, but well placed as well so yeah like it didn't even like dip that much no just enough like, did, to like, throw I, him I, off I think yeah, yeah. and but like, even then um, I, I do think Hutchinson didn't really see it though because it was kind of coming right for the defender and then he like moved his head out of the way so like he, he couldn't really react to it but yeah, yeah. It, was, it, it was just weird all around so I don't know what really caused it but a goal's a goal nonetheless yeah, very exactly. exciting for Harrington to get his first of uh, first as a duck I should say yeah exactly and uh, yeah I guess when I looked at it like I didn't really think there was like, there wasn't really anything in front of Hutchinson. Like I thought he had a pretty clear line of sight on it, and yeah, it hmm. might have dipped a bit, but like I also didn't think that it was enough that like it would throw him off that much. I guess I yeah. don't know, and like because there was uh, even had like the com uh, or not comtois was it the comtois call? I-, I had a oh no, I think it was the was it the Jones goal. No, the Jones he, he like deked to... the fuck out of him. The, the oh, no, comtois was, one was, was kind the of the shot. Yeah, yeah, it was the yeah. comtois one that I was thinking of. But like even that one was like a clear nothing in front of him kind of thing. Like it was a yeah, good shot really, by yeah. Comtois, don't get me wrong, but like that's one that I feel like you just expect an Comtois, NHL yeah. level goalie to save. Like Yeah. I don't know. Like I've like I've been able to watch Michael Hutchinson like here and there wherever he is throughout the NHL kind of thing. And I know he's only been up uh back with uh, back in the NHL with Columbus for five games now. Uh, I think that was the fifth game. But, uh, man, that guy just really doesn't look like an NHL-caliber goaltender to me anymore. Like, I know Columbus had yeah. traded off Corbisalo to L.A., but I'm like... Yeah, he's, he's dropping off. You want to try to call somebody else? Like, Hutchinson isn't the... Like, the like the best thing I ever saw of Michael Hutchinson would have been that time with him in... I think it was in Colorado uh, in the okay, playoffs. Okay, yeah. But besides that, he's always been kind of like just serviceable, I feel like. But the last couple of years, he's like dropped off even harder 
than that. Like, I'm, I'm surprised yeah. he still gets like NHL contracts. To be honest with you. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, he, mostly he's in the AHL, right? But he's yeah. So he's he's really only called up when injuries when happen needed, or when yeah. you're Columbus and you trade your top goalie away. And I mean, they had three, but um, one of them I think is injured because they traded away Corpusalo. There was um, oh god, who else did they have this year? Um, oh, why am I blanking on his name? I know, right? Like he's <laughs> he's been around for like, <laughs> enough for. Oh God, I'm double checking here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. You you check that, and I am gonna try and find this this Comtois shot here because it it was just a well placed shot. Um, well, I, someone's yelling at their at their airport. Oh, I know. Or whatever. Yeah. Right now, it's like this guy. <laughs> yeah. Like as soon as I see the name, I'm gonna go like, "Oh yeah, right." Yeah, and and they have a rookie goaltender too that I can't remember. Who's sorry? Merz Lincoln. Yeah, Merz Lincoln. Um, yeah, yeah, and then they also got uh, Daniel uh, Tarasov up right now. So Tarasov. younger, okay. Yeah, younger guy, six five, one ninety six as a goaltender. Oh wow! And he is a uh, he's a ninety nine born. Damn. Okay, so is Merz Lincoln's Merz Lincoln's a um, is Merz what am I trying to say? Is Merz Lincoln's injured right now, or did uh, or is he up and they just like Columbus doesn't to, have to, him listed? Yeah, I think Hutchinson because uh, the night before in LA, um, Hutchinson did go in. It looked like for twenty some minutes, only had like nine shots against. So um, okay. I think they were. Pl- I, I feel like they were planning on giving Hutchinson this game anyways, but he got a little gotcha. extra okay. there with the LA game. Um, okay. And Tarasov is just like practicing with them. Or? I'm not sure because like neither like on the on the Columbus website at least none of these guys are listed on injured reserve. But let me double check. Uh, oh, like, so so Merzlikens is out. Um, he went back to Latvia for personal reasons on March. Oh, 10th. okay. So yeah, he's not injured, but um, but he's not in the lineup. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, and then Tarasov recalled on an emergency basis. So yeah, Tarasov and Hutchinson okay, yeah, are, are, okay. are the guys right now. So yeah, okay. I mean, yeah, it um, definitely it definitely helps Columbus's efforts to stay at the bottom there. Oh, for sure it does. Yeah, That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, because um, uh, yeah, just an update, I guess, for everybody. Um, which, by the way, we're recording this at one thirty. Currently, right now, uh, Pacific time. Uh, so, just a reminder again: if anybody's tuning in for the first time, we're uh, on the Sunday episodes. We don't talk about the games on Sunday. We'll talk about those on the Wednesday. So, we yeah. won't be talking about the game against Vancouver tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I'm currently sitting 29th in the league right now, uh, 56 points in 69 games. Nice. And uh, yeah, Columbus at 49 points in 68. Oh yeah. I feel like as well, like Columbus at least at the start of the season, like they weren't, this wasn't the plan. No. I mean, you, you don't sign Goudreau and say, oh yeah, our plan is to tank this year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I, I mean, it was more, I guess, Goudreau wanted to sign with them, but yeah, I, I think, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't, I still don't think it was the plan. I think you're right. There, yeah. But. Uh, Chicago was definitely the plan. I don't, like, it doesn't feel like it was for Anaheim, but it was just kind of one of those, Okay, we know we're still building, kind of thing. Yeah, but like, like especially with the comments from uh, Verbeek that we were talking about a couple weeks or last week now, I guess. Last week. Um, 
yeah, like it wasn't a okay, like we're hunting for the bottom kind of thing, but mm-hmm. like we know we're not gonna we're not we we know we're not gonna be great. Yeah. We we don't expect playoffs, but we all we expect more than bottom of the division or bottom yeah, of the Yeah, which I feel like is like yeah. what we are seeing now. Oh absolutely. I guess, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, like if if what we're doing say like over the last what month, I guess, is kind of what Verbeek was thinking from like the very start. Yeah. For sure, uh, kind of thing. So, yeah. But um, I, I do just want to hop back to the Comtois goal. Yeah, go for it. Um, we brought up here. So, yeah, this is uh, if you're watching us on YouTube or on. Uh, I guess we're not live streaming this one, so not on Twitch. So, just on YouTube, um, and if you're not at Quack Report Pod on YouTube, is where you can see this. So, uh, Comtois right hand side of the screen, top of the circle, um, and I'll just kind of skip through frame by frame. So he's kind of shooting through. Uh, number two on the Blue Jackets. I don't know who that is. And then, like, he kind of turns. So, like, I think kind of right here, Hutchinson might kind of lose the puck. He can't really see the release necessarily. Yeah. Um, and then, like, he he still reacts to the puck, but, you know, it's... It, it just... It, it kind of beats him just over the shoulder, yeah. it looks like, or... Yeah, just go under yeah, his just, arm. It's hard to tell. It's from uh, like, angle, like right between the... Right between the glove and the... And, the, and his head there, but... yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, just the the there's the couple there, like specifically like the Harrington and the and the uh, the Comtois goals there. Like, those just it happens. I get that, but those were yeah. just ones that really stood out to me for Hutchinson in particular. I'm just like, like this doesn't yeah. seem NHL caliber. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's just over the glove. I don't know if uh, is that Jones in front of that or no 38. That's is that Carrick? Um, oh no, 39. Yeah. So so yeah, Carrick. Um, he's kind of like got the stick right in there. So I don't know if that just and his own defenseman too, like right, right down in front of him, yeah. kind of as the shot is being released. I don't know if that maybe played a factor, but um, definitely one that you would want Hutchison to have if you're a, a Blue Jackets fan. So yeah, the one that uh, the one goal though that was a very Hutchinson goal. Um, if you want to pull it up, actually, it would be try, that yeah. would be that first goal uh, for Anaheim that uh, that oh, yeah. scored. That was a very Michael Hutchinson goal in the sense that he's just gone, basically. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't, I don't really know how else to explain it. Like he just yeah. he plays so aggressively to like a detriment of him, yeah. and like he's and he's always kind of done it. Like just is so wild, I guess that he's never. It, it feels like a lot of the stops that he has to make are because of him putting himself in that kind of situation yeah so i mean in fairness though um here i've i've kind of got it here um this is a a replay of it but um let's bring the the screen share back up i suppose um so yeah uh, like right off the face off good branson and adam peak uh number two again, like both follow Brock McGinn behind the net and the puck just kind of gets chipped out in front. Like you can see it right there squeaking out. Yeah. And then um, if I fast forward a little bit, like the behind the net view is the best one for this, by the way. Yeah. um, Which was, I think. Yeah. Right here. Right right here. So, Oh, nobody watch. (laughs) I want to get demonetized (laughs) here. Let me just get to the, um, Right. We do keep bringing up the demonetization, but I don't think we actually get. Uh, yeah, you anything. never know. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think we're at the 
We don't have the subscriber count, I don't think. Yeah. To get We're not popular count. enough in YouTube's eyes. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to make us popular enough, though, that we that we do have to worry about that, though, be <laughs> sure to go uh, subscribe to us over on our YouTube channel at Quack Report Pod. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll just play it because it's this clip's a little bit longer. So, uh, yeah. so McGinn is the guy um, right here tangled up with, uh, I believe that's Kudrow, and then you'll see him come down and draw two defenders in. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> okay. Now let's play the video. There we go. Um, so draws two defenders behind the net, and then it's just it, it pops out. I guess unexpect like it, from an unexpected place as well. I, I'm just trying to be yeah. fair to um, uh, to Michael Hutchinson. Like, yeah, you're right. He does play this very aggressively, but mm-hmm. the fact that McGinn is going behind the net, he's definitely expecting it to come out on this side, and then all of a sudden, oh, holy fuck, it's coming out from the other side. Yeah. Like, right, and like, and yeah, right like, there, I know- he's like, oh shit, there's the puck, and Goudreau is like, oh shit, I'm gonna, you know, attack. A, I think it was Strom that gets the puck yeah. there, and then just but like, and like, and I understand it, like, of how quick it happens, but at the same yeah. time, like, you could see, like, he is like tra- tracking that puck up. Yeah, right? but you also see Zegris right there. That like you think, I don't know. This is kind of my thought, and again, like, it's not as quick kind of thing, but yeah. I feel like my initial thing would be like, okay, like just keep, like you still have to keep that in mind kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And you're just playing that like just a touch more, like a bit more shallow, right? Just, okay, just get in think, front yeah. of it kind of thing. Don't challenge it like that because there is nobody there with Zegris. So, yeah. And uh, I mean, that, I, I, I think you're drunk like, like wrong as well and and the defenseman too like it was just a fucking collapse all around like yeah. there's no reason two guys need to pressure McGinn behind the net um Goudreau should be taking the pass Hutchinson shouldn't be that aggressive like it's just a mess and what yeah. was this there's, like, there's a few things so a but, minute and a half into the game like yeah or well two sorry three uh, three twenty three nineteen yeah, into the game so yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but well, I, like, I, I saw mean, that one, and I was just like, yeah, that's a Michael Hutchinson-type goal. Yeah. yeah <laughs> just, like, sure. super aggressive on it. Like, that, yeah, puts you in a detriment kind of thing. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I guess enough about the, uh, the the Columbus goalie, though. Like, that's just something I wanted to bring up, just because I'm like, I, I feel like I've seen enough of this guy to be like, hey, what is going on? Like, it's it's yeah. not it's not there anymore. It doesn't seem so. Yeah, no, for sure. But, um, yeah, what else here? Uh, it was point night for the Ducks, at least. Uh, 11 of 18 yeah. players uh, picking up at least a point in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Strom, uh, Terry, Benoit, and Harrington each picking up two points on the night, which was uh, great to see. Yeah, we already talked cool. about uh, Harrington, you know, with uh, with his two goals, his first two goals as an Anaheim Duck as well. Mm-hmm. Um, which, like, he's been... He has been a he has been a good pickup on the on the. He's blue been line serviceable, there. yeah, yeah, for sure. So yep. like, yeah, ser- yeah, serviceable, like, like good for, like at least like our middle six kind of right now. I would feel like, but at the same time, you'd really not want like, to trust Chattenkirk up on that top line with yeah. Fowler. So Harrington but, yeah. would be the guy to go to because of the experience, right? And by, by middle six, do you mean so. like top six defenders, or do you mean like you know bottom four or like middle pairing? Kind of Sorry, guy. yeah, like, that's that's what I meant. That's, yeah, that's what you meant. Yeah, okay. Like second like, like pair kind of thing. Yeah, okay. Is where yeah, like I would sense. normally think of him for like how the defense is right now, but yeah, with Chattenkirk and just kind of the yeah younger guys, I guess. Yeah, that's that's the place to put them. And I don't know, like I I haven't been too upset about it at least for this season, right? Like coming into yeah. next season, if everybody's healthy with like Vakanainen and Drysdale back, and if and uh, whatever, if, oh. yeah, if, if Shattenkirk does get re-signed as well, um. 
right? Like he would be more like your third pairing guy or like a seventh or, E. Yeah. Or and, or any other defenseman, you know, it doesn't have yeah. to be Shattenkirk that comes back. You know, we we can yeah. pick up maybe a different defenseman in free agency. Just 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 spitball in here. Just throw yeah. Some, I, yeah, some I, things I, out. I do kind of wonder actually like what Verbeek's thoughts on Shattenkirk are in particular. Like if that's somebody that he yeah. wants to bring back or if that is going to be kind of a, okay, we'll get rid of you because um, a bit more like the twilight of his career and that was a Murray pickup. Yeah, kind of thing. So I don't know. It'll, it'll be interesting to see that uh, during the summer. Like, like, like I said, like yeah. as a as a bottom pairing or like a seventh D guy, I I guess I wouldn't mind bringing him back. But yeah, you can't yeah. have him in like second or first line responsibilities or um, like penalty kill. Shattenkirk, you're talking. Yeah, like yeah. He, and he's he's not my favorite. I guess for like a power play, but no, yeah, definitely have not. Somebody yeah. there on the second on the second line, but. Yeah. So, so, but yeah, like, sp- like specifically as like a third pairing or a seventh, I, I wouldn't mind it, I guess, depending on how depending many on, yeah. years, how many dollars kind mm-hmm. of thing. But. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Cause I, th- I mean, I think he's well liked in the room and like he is a veteran on like a very yeah. young team as well. So I think he's, um, he, he can be beneficial in kind of more of a mentorship role for, for some of the guys just in terms of like work ethic and, um, stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah. Um as well with Harrington, like we we've seen him for eight games in a Ducks uniform now. Um starting back on March first. He uh in that game he played thirteen oh five, um, then fifteen minutes, fifteen minutes, eighteen minutes but minutes by his fourth game. Um and then lately, yeah, about twenty, nineteen or twenty minutes um a night. Yeah, he's been, been playing he's been and playing a good chunk with Fowler. Yeah, so he's very quickly earned um earned the minutes that he's been given because I think he's just been like ni- nice and steady. Like, yeah, he's only played eight games with the Ducks, but I mean, he also played with San Jose, who's not great this season. And um, and this season in 36 games, he's only a minus two. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so it, with, and yeah, and that's, he was a minus seven with, uh, the Sharks, and then is a plus five with Anaheim in eight games. Why do I? F- oh, why do I feel like he played a good amount actually with Carlson in San Jose? I could be totally it's, wrong on it's that. Possible. I think yeah. I remember seeing something about that. Yeah, no, it's it's possible. So yeah, I mean, minus seven that would make sense. But yeah, no, he's he's like yeah serviceable i guess to go back yeah. to how we started the conversation so, so. uh yeah for uh, specifically for this game on 5 on 5 uh, fowler harrington played the most of any defensive pair at uh 2 seconds shy of 14 minutes okay so. yeah yeah but, no makes sense yeah it's pretty good um yeah the, the last thing i had here to that i wanted to bring up was um it, it, this is more of a general statement just as of late but i, I did notice it in this game as well colton white yep. um has looked pretty decent for us on the back end too um he well he got a a sweet pass from mason mctavish um that he then found terry right in front of the net um for the fourth goal of the game in the third period there so um it i think mctavish's pass was better in this one but you know still to um actually i I did have the screen cap of this one that i wanted to bring up um, and i had this one saved so we uh don't have to wait for me to find it. But, um, <laughs> to find it. 
Oh, but I brought up the wrong tab, so because now I have two that are Doctor oh, Who jackets. Way to go! Uh, way to that. go! <laughs> I know I'm a letdown. Here we go. Um, so yeah, this is the. Well, you can't see it again if you're watching here. The uh, fourth goal here. So Mason McTavish currently with the puck on his stick, and he just fires it through to Colton White, who you can see sneaking down. Um, and I will just you know go frame by frame so splits the defenseman with this pass just and oh, just a beautiful feed to like yeah, know was, that Colton that White was going to be there I, I saw that and I was like holy fuck the Ducks better score on this yeah. and, then, um, <laughs> and then Colton White like receives that pass with his head up the whole way like the pass just got to his stick and he's already making eye contact with Terry you can see yeah. he's looking like boom right there um, and then you know just waits for Terry to get into position, has some good patience, and just easy as goal Terry's going to score for his uh, his 20th of the year there. But yeah, Colton White just makes no mistake and puts it on the tape. Um, so that was really awesome to see. And it reminded me of a week ago when we played the Nashville Predators. And so I uh, I had this one all prepped and ready to go here as well. Um uh, little bit of a different scenario, but um, just before this, Fowler, who's up at the point, um, just kind of did, did a short little pass to Colton White, who's up at the top left of the screen here with the puck. I apologize for the shitty quality, but that's that's just what we got today. <laughs> um, and this is for the Ducks uh, to get the third goal, so their first empty net goal in this almost comeback against the Preds. But for Colton White to just see this lane here and find... Once again, Troy Terry, um, with this pass, like again, you can't yeah, really just, see the puck because right the quality through. sucks. But it is now on Terry's tape. <laughs> yeah, it's so just like, that fast that the camera couldn't pick it up, even going frame yeah, by frame. You can, <laughs> you can kind of see it, like right in here. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. There's a little blur there, right by. Yeah, head. just just knowing where those passing lanes are in particular for guys yeah. in good spots, like yeah, and, and yeah. just like look at how much time Terry has once he gets this puck. Like he's got it here, and then everybody's like, "Oh, holy sweet fuck!" And then he just gets to, you know, reset and then pick his spot. Like it's like Cyrus isn't even close at no, this point. Not like nobody was expecting that pass, and that was just a laser of a pass to Terry there, just like right on. Like, I don't even know if Terry was necessarily expecting that, mm -hmm. but Colton White lately has just had some good passes. He hasn't been too egregious defensively. I, I think a lot like Scott Harrington, he, he just does a lot of little things well. Like he's not the flashiest defenseman. He's not going to be the yeah. guy that you sign like long-term four or five, six million dollars, but he's a good depth option that, can just fill in higher up like with injuries but generally you know he might be that seventh d he might just be a consistent bottom pairing guy and you, you just feel comfortable putting him on the ice in a lot of different scenarios so i i think yeah I, colton white lately has just been very very noticeable for me yeah he is a guy that's coming a bit more into his own as well because he is 25 he'll turn 26 in may yeah. Um, so, so, kind so that's of like, that's when, kind of that's kind of about yeah. like you know with defensemen typically um, really finding their stride kind of thing to yeah. get those NHL spots. So yeah, it'll mm -hmm. be interesting to see uh, how he probably progresses into 
uh, into next season or that because he's still signed he, for at least a season. Or, he is, or, yeah. yeah, yeah. We signed him this off season to a two year one point five to five million dollars. So, yeah, his yeah. cap hit is only seven sixty two point five thousand um, dollars mm-hmm. per year. So, yeah, yes, yeah, so, yeah. I'm interested to see more of him out of uh, yeah more out of him next year. So, it'll be good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So th- it, that's honestly like a really sweet deal to have him on and. You know, even if he was on an expiring contract, I think he would probably get an extension as well. For probably not a lot. Um, even if we extend him next season too, like I don't see him getting uh, a whole lot of money. You know, he's because he is just kind of starting to, like you said, come into his own. He he was a fourth round pick, ninety seventh overall back in twenty fifteen. Um, drafted as a nine. Oh no, sorry, signed his ELC as a nineteen year old. So yeah, yeah, it's. Um, but you know he's just been like again serviceable, I guess, mm. um, as a as a defensive defenseman. Ten assists, ten points in 70, 72 games in his career. Um, a minus fifteen as well. Uh, a minus twelve this year. But I mean, when, when you're on the Ducks, that's not bad. I looked; he's kind of like right in the middle of the pack yeah. <laughs> in terms of plus minus for the team. So you know take it with a grain of salt but um otherwise in his career he's kind of just been right around even so and he's yeah. and he's gotten in there for 62 of 69 games played so far right so like, like yeah especially taking that number into consideration yeah that's pretty damn good actually so. 62 oh i have 34 uh oh sorry i was looking at i, I got troy terry pulled up here. oh okay gotcha yeah. okay <laughs> yeah yeah but um, so yeah still no he's played like a a, a decent half yeah a half decent season. Half season, so yeah yeah well, I guess we're almost at seventy, so yeah, half thirty-five. So yeah, half the season. But yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah, just just props to the um, the depth defenders, I guess, stepping in with the Ducks uh, yeah. this season, whether it's for injuries or you know trading or, or stepping in because we traded away Klingberg and Kulikov and just just and, being like you know decent, just doing your job, yeah, like, <laughs> and and looking a good amount of the time better than some of those bigger guys like a Klingberg or a Shattenkirk or that kind yeah. of thing. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Just just stable, I, I guess. Like they've really just stabilized the defense in a way, which it seems weird. Like I obviously wouldn't want to run with this going into the playoffs, but like if if this was like defense. Not making them <laughs> if, if, yeah. If this plus Drysdale, like even just Drysdale, even if he just comes back, like not not including Vakanine in here. If Drysdale comes back and this is our defense going into next season, that's not. I'm I'm okay with that. Honestly, it's not, it's not horrible. Like, it's not great, but it, yeah, it's not yeah. horrible. Yeah, it's you know it it leaves like there's enough competition that you know guys are going to have to fight for a playoff spot. No one's going to be gifted a spot besides yeah. Drysdale and Fowler and maybe Shattenkirk if we re-sign him. But like, it's it's serviceable, and I think we've seen that you know it kind of works. Lately, yeah. like, yeah, we haven't been playing super meaningful games, but like, it's been, it's been okay, and we, we've given up a lot of goals. But I mean, what else is new when your team defense as a whole? Yeah, sucks, exactly. So, yeah, <laughs> so you know, I mean, we're, then we're you throw Vakanin still... in there, you sign someone in free agency. Like, our, our yeah. defense looked pretty solid. Or, or you call up, not not call up, but you give guys like Zellweger or Minchikov a chance. Like, fuck, are we? I I think we're kind of set on defense for the next few years 
honestly. Yeah. Like you can like, improve on it kind of like yeah. here or there. Um, add, add a guy I, at a yeah, deadline for a cup I, I run kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, I definitely wouldn't mind adding uh, UFA defenseman this year. Who's um, not John Klingberg, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, like I kind of wonder if like a Matthew Dumba might be worthwhile to the Ducks but also would be interested in coming here. Tough to say. Could be yeah. interesting, but... Um, yeah. yeah, or even like, oh, I don't know. I, I maybe got to look a bit more onto like his defensive aspects, but like, as like from what I can think of, like, Sheen Gosses Bear has been doing fairly good with Arizona. He's been doing okay. Yeah. It'd be interesting. Um, so I forget who he, he was paired. Was he paired with Chikrin for a while there? I think, I think, the, I think they had them split up, if I'm being honest, but I could really? be totally wrong on that. Yeah, it, yeah. No, honestly, haven't paid a ton of attention to. Uh, I think I think Chikrin was playing the top line with uh, Yusuf Alamaki. Right. Yes, you're right. So yeah, I think Gus Bear's been, Gus been, been playing the second pair. Yeah. I, I mean, there was a lot of interest in him around the deadline too, and I, I'm kind of yeah. surprised he didn't go anywhere. Um, but I mean, you, you you still need to have guys that can play <laughs> if you're uh, the Coyotes here. So. Um, is Gostaspare injured? Did he did he get traded? Because he's not on the roster according to Daily Faceoff. Where where is Shane Gostaspare these days? He should still be there. Yeah, I thought so too. Maybe he's just like out day to day, so they don't have him listed on IR, but Oh, that's right. He went to Carolina. Right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. That is right. Yeah. But I mean, still, like, I don't think uh, Carolina can afford to keep Goss to spare, and he is on an expiring deal. Yes. Mm-hmm. Last year of a six-year, $4.5 million signed with uh, the Flyers back in, geez, 2017. Wow. He's not the tough guy in terms of fighting. I do kind of wonder about like a Luke Shen though. He's also a UFA. He's thirty three, yeah. so he's on the older side of it. But like, he's but he's, look- a, he's a physical he was- guy. Yeah, he- and he was looking good this year with Vancouver, and he got traded to. If if the Toronto Maple Leafs are seeking you out for a cup run, you're probably doing something right. Yeah, because that's a team that will do what they have to in order to get you. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, I wouldn't mind taking like a, a chance there. So, because yeah, like, he's like, he's very physical on the ice. Like I said, he's not like not like the tough guy for like fighting kind of thing. But he's the guy that will definitely throw the body around. That could definitely be useful, I think, for uh, oh, for yeah. Anaheim. Is what what side does uh, what's his face there Shen play? Uh, I think he plays the right side. Okay, and Drysdale is a left. Or is he kind of both, I guess? Uh, I think Drysdale's right also. Also Fowler would be that left. Oh, I guess, yeah. What what does Cap Friendly actually have Drysdale listed? Oh, yeah, as a right D. Uh, I was thinking that would be an all right one since Drysdale's not the physical defenseman. He's that, you know, silky smooth, puck moving, fast, he's the the feet defender. He's the uh, positional defenseman, yeah. Yeah, so I I thought Shen might kind of be a, a, a good pair with him just to kind of balance out, I guess, Drysdale's 
lack of physicality. I think Shen I can play kind of either side. I don't know which one he maybe prefers, but um, let's see where he is for the Leafs lineup right now in particular. Yeah. Yeah, and the then, uh, has a right D and he's a right-handed shot. So, yeah, I mean, maybe you don't want two right Ds, but right-handed defenseman on your second pair, but... Yeah. But yeah, I think I think he has played the left side before. Okay. So could be interesting there. Yeah. Just throwing out an idea. Yeah, no, I mean it's it's worth exploring for sure. Goss Despair plays both sides. He's a lefty. So I mean, I, I think if you can get him at less than four and a half mil, which I think shouldn't be a problem, then maybe he's a good guy to pair with Drysdale. Yeah. But yeah, we'll We'll see what happens there, but yeah. we can save um, some more UFA uh, content for uh, uh, in the summer. Oh, for sure, yeah. That's I know. I know we keep coming to yeah. it because like that's just where we're at. Like, okay, let's just yeah. look ahead to next year. But it's like, no, we still got uh, we we still got twelve games left to to play here. So <laughs> yeah, it's it's fun to think about. Anyways, thirteen yeah. actually, we have thirteen games. So oh yeah, I guess including tonight. So I guess I'm including thinking tonight. like yeah, yeah. When yeah. people are listening, that's to true. Left, so that's true. Um. Yeah, yeah. Just just before we take a quick break here, just a quick update on the, um, I guess, playoff implications for tonight. Which obviously the Ducks aren't making the playoffs, but we're not officially eliminated. Oh, yeah. So, um, like, where are you going with this? <laughs> yeah. So, th- so this depends on a couple of games that we do not know the outcomes of, but you guys, when you're listening to this, will. Um, so the Ducks at most in their 13 games left, can finish the season with uh, 82 points, which, as of now, uh, would put them in the second wildcard spot. So Winnipeg has 80, <laughs> 81 points. So, And it, the, the most amount of regulation wins the Ducks can get wouldn't be enough to break the tie with Winnipeg. So an Anaheim Ducks loss to Vancouver tonight or the... Winnipeg Jets getting at least a point against the St. Louis Blues will officially eliminate the Anaheim Ducks from playoff contention. So, if and either think, of those scenarios happened, it's it's an official elimination. We obviously can't see it yet, but um, you know, odds are it happens. Um, if not, probably by uh, the next time you hear from us, the Ducks will be officially eliminated from the playoffs since it's it's a very low bar at this point yeah i feel like we're gonna see it uh just because of the winnipeg game to be honest with you but then again st louis doesn't have jordan bennington in so they got a bit better of a chance so (laughs) i i guess i don't know (laughs) yeah um yeah and i mean we also both predicted vancouver wins so our our hopes aren't high for this one yeah vancouver's still on a tear before uh, heading into tonight's game seven three and oh in their last 10 yeah so yeah that like thatcher demko is just pulling off what he did in uh in the bubble uh Mm -hmm. in 2020 there right just like basically coming in cold uh but just fired up ready to go kind of thing so yeah i mean ducks on a bit of a well, maybe not a tear lately, but five, what, two, and three are, in their last ten. Yeah, so yeah, two regulation losses. Like that's <laughs> that's pretty decent. So yeah, what is what is that? Um, thirteen of a possible, or sorry, eight. Yeah, thir- thirteen. Of, yeah, thirteen uh, of a possible uh, twenty points. Twenty points. Yeah. Yeah. So not bad. Not bad at all. Those are the kind of numbers that, like, if that 
was consistent and from the start of the season. That is playoff hockey. Yeah. <laughs> Which is crazy to think about. <laughs> yeah, 650 win percentage. Like, yeah, that... Yeah. <laughs> like, the Vegas Golden Knights have a 652. Like, so, yeah. like... And, and next up is LA at 643. So, yeah, second in the Pacific. Like, <laughs> that's... Like, that's, that's what makes me think sometimes that, like, you might just be, like, a defensive piece or two and... And a, and a little bit more experience and a, and, a, and a forward or two more, yeah. Like kind of like two like two guys in each area that are just a little bit better than what we have. Or, yeah, one one or two depending on the caliber and and yeah. a head a competent head coach away from being a playoff yeah. team. Like which is which is crazy to think. Like yeah, I mean we we talk about all the time like how well in every season there's teams like Boston that, and Carolina that just are like so dominant and then there's teams like us and uh, San Jose and Columbus that are like you know bottom and just like losing consistently but th- that can change so quickly like a lot of it is just momentum from game to game like you start the season on say like five or six game win streak like that that carries on for a while and can put you in yeah. a decent spot um you, you know, even or if, just, you, or if you're losing from the start of it, right, it can take you yeah. out of it. Like we're seeing with Ottawa right now, they didn't yeah. have a great start to their season, and like they were pushing for it, but it it just it it wasn't enough just because of what happened at the start. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, we they talk all the time about like parity in the league, and like you know, you can't take any NHL team for granted. Like any team can win on any given night, and like yeah, generally, like the the Boston's are going to beat up on the Anaheim Ducks most times, just based on, you know, roster and, you know, deployment from the head coach and um, just chemistry and experience and all of that kind of stuff. But, like, you know, every once in a while, it just happens. Like, we we went to overtime against the Bruins in, like, a 2-1 game early on in the season. So my like, asterisk beside that is that's game two of the regular season. <laughs> that's why that's my only it was asterisk. Game five for us. It was game or, five, okay, for, game us. five so, for So, us. yeah, still early, yeah. yeah but, like... Yeah. Um, still early enough that, like, both sides were pretty rested, I guess. Yeah. As much as Boston may have been depleted still with missing Marchand and yeah, uh, and whatnot. But yeah, no, we lost seven one to them the next time we met. Like yeah, exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, it's yeah, it, the 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 right in the right circumstances, any team can end up winning. Um, like there is there there is not as much of a difference between, say, Boston and Anaheim as one might expect from just looking at the standings. Like you said, we, we might only be a couple pieces away from, mm-hmm. you know, being in that position. So, it's yeah, yeah it, it's interesting. Anyways, but, yeah. Um, well, let's take, I guess, a quick break here uh, with our friends over at DraftKings. On the other side, we got a little bit of news just outside of the Ducks. The, the Ducks don't have much exciting, but we got some um, I, I guess California news to talk about, uh, <laughs> and then of course the uh, the big energy move, the big D energy move, and uh, an upcoming game on Tuesday that we will talk about. So before we hit that, we will uh, just take a break, and we'll see you guys in a minute. The biggest tournament in college basketball is underway, and the action is just getting started on DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any pregame money line bet and score $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. Plus, combine multiple bets for a shot at an even bigger payout. 
DraftKings will be featuring parlays and odd boosts all tournament long. So be sure to check out DraftKings Sportsbook every day to see what they have in store. So, what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with the code THPN. Right now, new customers can bet $5 on any pregame Moneyline bet and get $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. Again, that's promo code THPN, as in the Hockey Podcast Network, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Sorry, I'm just taking this opportunity to make a move in my fantasy league because I realize it's <laughs> Sunday and I have playoff implications and I need a win. So <laughs> that's, uh, oh Christ, never mind. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, picking up a goalie is not going to matter. I'm losing regardless. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> that's where I'm at. <laughs> so, oh, man. yeah, we, um, yeah, let's, uh, <laughs> I guess, get into uh, a little bit of news from, uh, as we said, not the Ducks, but around the NHL. So um, I, I'm trying to think if we talked about... Yeah, no, we talked about the whole... Uh, what's it called? What's, what's his name again? Irrelevant guy from the uh, Flyers. Ivan Provorov. Yeah. yeah. We talked about him when that whole thing went down. Um, it's uh, We haven't really talked about it since. There has been other Pride Nights that have been canceled or other guys that haven't necessarily participated to yeah, the, there was the the extent but the rangers most recently was the minnesota wild but there was no players kind of put in front of that one i yeah. know there's a lot of speculation going around with minnesota because there were yeah there was a few players notab- that few notable players that pride tape but yeah didn't on wear the tape. tape but there were supposed to be jerseys that night that didn't happen but i've also seen yeah with that one, that it might have been an owner's choice not to wear the jerseys, which yikes even more so, I guess. Um, yeah. Or not, I guess, but yikes. Um, but yeah. again, that's pure speculation. There's not, there hasn't been anything definitive that I've come across, at least. Yeah. Um, one thing in particular that I've kind of talked about with those, I guess, like even going back to the Philadelphia thing of like, yeah, we know who was the reason behind it. But the fact that, you know, it just the, the jerseys and that got scratched entirely. Mm-hmm. Right. Was kind of, uh, kind of, a, it's a team mentality thing, right. Of, okay. Like we will, we'll all go through with this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. This is the one area. I don't think that team mentality works or should be thought of. Yeah. It, this is, it this shouldn't is be case. like we either all participate or nobody participates. Like yeah. it's not, it's not really um, like, it shouldn't be up to one person to decide the outcome of something yeah. like this, I guess, because the whole point of it is that, you know, there is, there has been a lot of progress made in like representing and supporting the yeah. LGBT community and other communities that are like oppressed but it's the it's now just the small minority that is making it difficult for these uh these communities to like feel safe and feel included so letting them influence it because you have the team mentality i I agree it does it takes away from the uh like the whole not purpose the, the, the whole statement i guess you're trying to make yeah 
it it makes the the statement of hockey is for everyone feel false. Yeah, I guess so. Um, now, I don't normally hand out too many W's specifically to the San Jose Sharks. Very, very However, rarely, though, yeah. <laughs> on Saturday they were you know to have their pride night and that kind of thing, which they still went ahead with, and they still mm-hmm. did everything that they were going to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, their pride jerseys that they wore for the warmups uh, were fantastic, um, I think. And I saw that there's a video that's talk- like talking with the designer of it that I can't wait to watch after we're done recording this. Um, and you know they 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 took the night as well to. Like especially on their Twitter, and I think they were doing something with their broadcast as well, right? Of like, you know, they're going to use it as like an educational spot, right? Mm-hmm. And they also uh, had a like a straight up uh, Pride Night education guide uh, available as well for for people mm-hmm. to read and that kind of thing. Um, just to as they as they said, uh, we can help create a society where everyone feels safe, respected, and celebrated, mm-hmm. right? And um, yeah, and, and the, the one thing I will especially applaud San Jose for was that they didn't necessarily take that team mentality. They yeah. said, okay, this is what the organization as a whole believes. And mm-hmm. if you don't want to follow through with that, right, for especially something like this, mm-hmm. you're going to have to face the music on it. Yeah, like you're not Which, dictating... Yeah. The you're not like the one person that doesn't agree is not dictating how the yeah. event unfolds or if it unfolds or not. It's like yeah, and it we wasn't, encourage everyone to participate, but if you don't, that that's your choice. That's yeah. on you. That and, not the team. So yeah, and so to start, there wasn't you know like a statement. Like I'm thinking back to like the Minnesota Wild one where they're still talking about well, hockey's for everyone. It's like okay, but is it because you're eliminating these things? Right? It seems yeah. kind of contradic- uh, contradicting. Uh, the San Jose Sharks had put out a statement uh, at about one o'clock uh, Pacific time, um, and, and it's, I thought it was specifically uh, important that this statement came out before what followed and what caused mm-hmm. the shitstorm. Basically, yeah. uh, so I'm just going to read this off here: the official statement from the San Jose Sharks, continuing a long-standing commitment of allyship with the LGBTQIA+ community. Shark Sports and Entertainment is extremely proud to host our, 22, our, our 2023 Sharks Pride Night. This week's events, culminating with tonight's game against the New York Islanders, reinforce our organization's values and dedication to an inclusive, welcoming, and safe environment for all guests in each of our venues. As we promote these standards, we also acknowledge and accept the rights of individuals to express themselves, including how or whether they choose to express their beliefs, regardless of the cause or topic. As an organization, we will not waver in our support in the LGBTQIA plus uh, community and continue to encourage others to engage in active allyship. I kind of read that and went, okay, <laughs> something's coming. It's like, because okay, they're going, who, who's, this who's is, backing out of this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're going, this is what we're doing as an organization. However, yeah, like the, the we acknowledge and accept the rights of individuals to express themselves is get ready for somebody to say something, but yeah. it doesn't reflect what we feel. Yeah. <laughs> right. Which is great because other organizations like the Minnesota Wild, like the Philadelphia Flyers, who, yes, they were still doing stuff, but they catered to those that were against it. Right. And yeah. so that doesn't really show that you're sticking with those values as much. Yeah. Right. And so, sorry, did the Flyers really um, like back off of anything they were doing or did they just say, 
or, or was Provorov just like, I'm not doing it, and then they still kind of did everything else that they were going I, to? I don't. I, I don't really remember. I don't think they wore the jerseys and Prov. And no, Provorov no, they, st- they definitely oh, still they, wore they, the they jerseys, and Provorov yeah. just didn't participate in the warm up. But then he did play in the game. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. Um. I think it was like more the the. The comments following, and there was a statement put out by the Flyers as well. That it was just kind yeah. of like, still okay, kind of def- I, more defending yeah. Provorov. Oh, yeah, it, yeah, a little bit. So, um, which, which in a way, like this, the one from the Sharks still kind of defends, um, the, the player that we're going to talk about here. That everyone probably knows who we're talking about. Which already, you but. know what? It, it they are, I don't know if it's necessarily defending. Them. No, it, yeah, they, it's, it's like it's like they said though. They acknowledge and accept. That you know, you have the right to express yourself, right? Yeah, the, the I guess. Of, yeah, freedom of speech. You it's have different right. than saying we support the yeah. your decision. It's exactly. You know, I think this we, is we just I, acknowledge that you, yeah, have a different opinion. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, it, yeah. So, I guess it's different in that way. Yeah. It's it's the and I think a lot of people for some reason this doesn't click with them. You have the right to free speech. Right, like within the states, within Canada, that is something that you have the right to, and a lot of other countries as well. Yeah, right. That's something that you have the right to. You do, you have the right to those to to the free speech, but you're not. Um, you're you still have to take the consequences of what you say or what you do. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, it's, it's not without consequence. It's not just, mm-hmm. oh, I can put that out there and nothing is going to happen. Yeah. Right? So, and in this case, um, yeah, it's, it's the Sharks saying, okay, like, this is this is us as an organization. These are the organization's values. We understand that this person or, like, a few people might not think that way, but that's not, that doesn't reflect on the organization in particular. This is what we stand for, which yeah. is what other teams haven't done as much which is upsetting, but what the Sharks did, that was fantastic. Yeah. So then follows up with uh, comments from uh, James Reimer that, and again, this is the, the additional W on top of this, that the San Jose Sharks put out themselves with his name to it. Yeah. Right? This isn't like, like a, okay, you know, like we, we, we support uh, James Reimer in his opinion or that kind of thing. This is just, mm. here's what he said. Yeah. It, and, so it's, like, it's basically and it's not that, on it's, his platform either, which a lot of people don't follow individual players. Yeah. It's, no, this is on our platform. So if you saw our statement earlier, you're going to see this one too. Yep, exactly. Uh, so James Reimer uh, said, or sorry, do you want me to, I guess, do you want me to start with the, like, the f- one from the Sharks yeah, yeah. thing? Or do you want um, to start with like, the local? Uh, no, let's start with this one, his, his okay. statement, yeah. Because I guess this is where everything like, really came from, I guess. Yeah. Uh, So James Reimer said, under the umbrella of the NHL's Hockey is for Everyone initiative, the San Jose Sharks have chosen to wear jerseys in support of the LGBTQIA plus community tonight. For all 13 years of my NHL career, I have been a Christian, not just in title, but in how I choose to live my life daily. I have a personal faith in Jesus Christ who died on the cross for my sins and in response asks me to love everyone and follow him. I have no hate in my heart for anyone. And I have always strived to treat everyone that I encounter with respect and kindness. In this specific instance, I am choosing not to endorse something that is counter to my personal convictions, which are based on the Bible, the highest authority in my life. 
I strongly believe that every person has value and worth, and the LGBTQIA plus community, like all others, should be welcomed in all aspects of the game of hockey. End quote. You might have listened to that or you read this and you went, wait a second. That doesn't seem to add up. I have, my, I have a personal faith in Jesus Christ who died on the cross for my sins and in response asks me to love everyone and follow him. I have no hate in my heart for anyone. And I have always strived to treat everyone that I encounter with respect and kindness. And then you go into that second paragraph again. I am choosing not to endorse something that is counter to my personal convictions, which are based on the Bible. So the Bible says, love everybody. And now you're, and Jesus says, love everybody. But then you instantly flip it to say, no, no, no. But it, it, it says, you know, this isn't a, like a good thing. Yeah. And, and don't support the people that also (laughs) actually love everybody. Exactly. <laughs> I, not, like yeah, that, not that those people in the community love everybody, because I know there's a difference between in particular. That, just, yeah. I think, really, it, it made it very clear mm-hmm. that Reimer is using the idea of religion to hide behind his feelings, which are homophobic in nature. It's definitely what it seems. You know, right? I, I don't like jumping. You, you know. From this point to this point, but like it does, it does feel like a jump, but yeah, believe it or not, I went to church like every Sunday until I was about like 15, I think. Yeah, by that point, just my my family, we were just all so busy with different things that you just didn't, we, we didn't, that just wasn't the priority as much anymore. Yeah, so like I like I grew up around religion, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. I've, yeah. Yeah, like I, yeah, I did as well. It wasn't it, and, yeah. it wasn't necessarily until I was fifteen. I think maybe it was like you know nine or ten or or something like that. But I remember going to Sunday school holidays. You would go, you'd you'd say yeah. grace around the table like that kind of stuff, and you'd have have those pictures of like those frame pictures. Like instead of live, laugh, love back in our day, it yeah. was quotes <laughs> from the Bible, John three twelve or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Or yeah, I, I don't know. The what, Bible I have no does, idea what that is, but yeah. the Bible does not say anything about homosexuality. Let me say that again. The Bible does not say anything about homosexuality. Do I need to say it a, three, a third time? Might as well. The Bible does not say anything about homosexuality. If it's that high in, if, if it's that high of an authority in James Reimer's life, um, how does he, how does he play hockey on Sundays? Yeah, because that is the Sabbath and those who work on the Sabbath are to be put to death. Yeah. How does James Reimer play hockey? Because you are not allowed to uh, wear clothing of mixed materials. But I can I can tell you just from from looking at the many jerseys that I own, uh, there there are a couple of different materials used in the making of a hockey jersey. Mm. How do you how, See, how does he, how does he do that? This is this is where going to uh, church till you were fifteen paid off because now you can say, oh, you're not supposed to do this, 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 and this, and like I've I've literally he, never he heard lives, of he lives most in San Jose things, in so. California, which is on the ocean. A lot of seafood, a lot of damn good seafood. Uh, but you know the, the Bible says don't eat shellfish. I'm sure James Reimer has you know some shrimp every now and then as part of his nhl diet shrimp is a you know pretty a pretty good lean uh, source of protein right like just as as an example but like 
Like there are a lot of things that James Ryder would have to follow very strictly if it's that much of an importance to him that he can't wear a jersey with a rainbow on it. Yeah. <laughs> I think the best comment I saw was he does realize that wearing a shark's jersey doesn't make him a shark, like a legitimate shark, right? <laughs> Quit using religion to hide behind the fact that you're just a shitty person. Just right yeah, like there you go <laughs> and end now that's uh that's all that's all we got for today <laughs> you can't top that one <laughs> like there's religion is a choice all right religion is a choice you mm-hmm. can choose to believe in that right just as and I, i've loosely said this a couple a couple times and it's always it seems like it's been when this conversation has come up too right like i like i just talked about like i was you know in church and whatnot, like growing up in that kind of thing. I, I don't really follow it anymore though. Yeah. The only time you normally hear me say Jesus Christ is if I'm watching a hockey game and I'm like, like what the fuck are you doing kind of deal. Yeah. Right. So like, <laughs> you only say, Oh Lord, help us when your team is down eight one. And you're like, well, just give us something. Yeah, to exa- exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like and at that point I'm going to the hockey gods, right? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's yeah, like it's it's just the memory of like Maurice Richard or something like that. Yeah. So, um, oh dear, sweet Bobby Orr, please bless John Klingberg with a, a bone in his body that can defend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I I make the joke all the time. I'm like, yeah, like like if somebody asks me if I'm religious or whatever, it's like, yeah, all my religious beliefs are based on Star Wars. Um, <laughs> yeah. The 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 father, the son, and the daughter. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, like just like quit. Like that that's been everything, it seems like for those of like for those players that we know of this season who have not participated in it, right? Like mm-hmm. Provorov hid behind, you know, that it was Russian, uh Russian Orthodox, which yes, that religion in particular does condemn it, which is just mm-hmm. wrong. Which is wrong in its own it's right, wrong. but that's whole whole right. other conversation. Yeah. But the whole idea of Christianity and and like those who are like they're let me let me say this like i'm not i'm not bashing in like in particular like on religion right mm-hmm. like i'm not a religious person but i i understand the worth of religion like, i guess the value right? that it has yeah, to and, and, certain and, people and, yeah yeah exactly um and like and if it if it helps you get through a day kind of thing right like that's like good right mm-hmm. my my issue comes when it's is when it's used for hateful reasons and when it's pushed on to others. Yeah. Right? And, um, or there's just like, like using religion, like just using religion for kind of fucked up reasons. Mm-hmm. Like I think I told you about this, but I remember, uh, and this is going to get like a little, a little personal for a quick second here, but like, like the, the one thing I remember that like really turned me off from religion was, uh, I, I kind of had a thing with, uh, with, with this, girl and it was while my my mom was sick uh back in high school and uh like my my mom was like terminal kind of thing like she like she was going to pass and the the girl that I was kind of talking to like was very religious her family was and you know, and said like you know like it was god like it's it's, it's god's plan for for this kind of thing and i'm just like mm-hmm. it, it's kind of fucked up if it if there's a plan you know to take my mother away from me when i'm 15 mm-hmm. in the, in this way yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah. So 
like that that's just from like for me personally like if it's if mm. it's used for if it's used for for fucked up reasons and is pushed onto other people that's when i have the issue with religion mm-hmm. and i have the issue with religious people when they use it to hide behind right or yeah. are, or are pushing it onto others yeah because there there is I'm sure religious, I don't know a ton of, you know, overly religious people, but I'm sure there is people um, who are r- religious or believe in, in some faith, like quite, um, like it's a big part of their life. Like what Reimer says, it's one of the highest authorities in their lives. I, I'm, I'm sure there is people out there that follow religion that like carefully that are, don't care if you're gay or transsexual or yeah. anything like that. They're like, whatever you do, you man, like. They, they they take the love everybody aspect of it and they're like, I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. they're, they're not trying to hide behind their religion to to justify them, like how they feel about certain groups of people. Like they're like, yeah, whatever. It's it's fine. Like that's I. You can practice relig- religion and follow like every other aspect of it. And then if there's certain parts you don't necessarily agree with, then you can kind of just ignore those parts. And I'm sure there's people out there that that do that. So like, it's not, it's not like an, it's not exclusive to, uh, being anti, not sorry, being homophobic. I was going to say anti homophobic and I was like, wait, that's not right. Being homophobic (laughs) is is not like something that every religious person falls into. That's like, those things are not equal at all. So, Though the people that do hide behind their religion as a reason to be homophobic, I think just puts kind of a, a bad name on those that are religious that aren't, yeah. you know, homophobic or discriminatory towards other groups of people. Um, so it's it, it's again the thing where like the loudest groups, even if they're the, or the, the loudest people of a group, even if they're in the minority, are like the ones that kind of um, spoil it, like the, what's the phrase? One bad apple or one yeah, bad yeah, apple. Yeah, one like bad apple kind of spoil, spoils the batch kind of thing. Th- yeah. Thank you, yeah. It, it, it's sort of like that. So, you know, again, we're, we're not trying to bash on religion here and, and anyone who is religious, but in, in this particular instance, Reimer is, like you said, using it to hide uh, his... I guess homophobia. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like just throwing that word around, but you know, it's, I don't know what else to call it really. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's the, it's the same kind of thing in a different context of, you know, like the the problem with hockey culture as a whole. Right. Oh, for sure. Like I, I love the sport and there are some, like I know a lot of great people Mm -hmm. within the sport of hockey and I know them because of the sport itself. Yeah. Right. A lot of good people. But there are those bad apples in there mm-hmm. that fuck it up for everybody else. Right. Mm-hmm. And that is what you're trying to get rid of. Yeah. Right. It's the same thing. Like, And then bringing this into a hockey context. Right. Mm-hmm. There are some people within the world of hockey that do not make this actually an inclusive place for everybody. Yeah. And it should be right. This is a fucking oh, yeah. fantastic sport. Yeah. I want everybody to experience this. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, like if I, like I, you know, like if I meet somebody who's like, yeah, I'm like not really like, I've never like, like I've met people who are just like, I've never seen a a game kind of thing. Right. Or Mm -hmm. or whatnot. I'm just like, you got to come see this. Like, it's just, it's just 
it, yeah. it's, it's a great time, right? Mm -hmm. And it's even better, you know, if you get the chance to play it in some form, right? It can, yeah, be, exactly. it can be field hockey, it can be ball hockey, it can be just, you know, like gym class hockey, it can be whatever, yeah. right? It can it's be just mini sticks down in the basement, just exactly. hanging just, out. Like, yeah. it, it could be playing uh, like video game hockey, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, just, exactly. it's just a fun sport. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. like that's like that's the reason that you and I are so invested into it, right? Is because mm -hmm. it's fun, right? Like that's yeah. like that's how we got into it. Mm -hmm. So why not let everybody actually enjoy that fun experience, right? And feel included, and in, not exactly. like they're going to be, um, you know, left out or disregarded or made fun of be just because they're not like they don't fit the the typical. And again, there's nothing wrong with with this necessarily but like the typical you know hockey bro mentality like a, a lot of what people see nowadays that might not they might not necessarily know that much about hockey but like with shows like letter kenny and and shorzy and yeah um, or even just you know seeing it on on like the the news or like if you happen to see a clip like there is there is like kind of a a, a specific stereotype stereotypical hockey personality that I think, you know, a lot of people might not like be drawn to, I guess. Yeah, and, and I get that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And that's totally fine. But like, it's not, I, I, I can definitely see how like that personality might turn some, some people like say from the LGBTQI plus community off because they're like, oh, I like, I, I knew someone like that in high school and we didn't get along. They picked on me, all that kind of stuff. So hockey's not, for me sort of thing like they, or they just know like oh like i'm not like these guys just talk about oh girls all the time and stuff like that and i'm not into girls so like i'm not like why would i join hockey like that's yeah you know that's so like and, and i'm not trying to say like oh letter kenny and shows you're bad because of those reasons because they're they're great shows and yeah. they're just funny because of those stereotypes but you know t we we do also have to have things like pride night to show like okay yes that you know there, there is the hockey bro mentality and it's funny but if you are part of these communities we still support you either way like it's yeah you know you, you don't see in letter kenny them like making fun of gay people so mm. it's so in that way it kind of it supports the pride community too but it's there's still unfortunately a very long way to go but I hope yeah. that made sense. I feel like I kind of just... Yeah, I, yeah. I, th I think it did. So, yeah. But like... So. Yeah, it, it just makes no sense to me personally why, you know, that, that there's there's people that are so concerned with what... with how others feel. Not about them in particular, just how others feel, right? Mm -hmm. Who they love who they want to be with yeah right and by extension because this is where you especially get it they're, they're so concerned what other people are doing in the bedroom yeah right like why why are you that concerned about it that you push laws to make sure that those people can't do that what does it affect you what does yeah. it do to you right yeah and you have those people as well who are like i don't want this forced down my throat constantly you know like how how straight stuff has been forced down everybody's throat since forever basically yeah <laughs> yeah exactly like like every commercial until like five years ago that had you know it had your typical nuclear family right yeah. of 
man and a woman and, and children. And two kids. And they were all white. <laughs> exactly. Yeah that, yeah. yeah, that too, right? Yeah. <laughs> but like, like that, that's just what it was, mm-hmm. right? And that's what it's been fed the entire time. So don't talk about something getting shoved down your throat when that is literally what that's, has, that, that's what's happened for however long. Mm-hmm. It's just something different is getting put in the mix that you don't like. Yeah. Why don't you like it? Like what's, what's that appalling about it? Mm-hmm. Right. Like I'm a straight white man, but I don't look at, you know, two guys kissing and go, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, why you know, is get, this get in get my Disney movie? Away. Get that out of here. Yeah, get, like, get that the fuck yeah. out of here kind of thing. Like I don't, hmm. I, so, yeah, yeah. You, don't, you, you don't need to like go is, and have a palate exactly? cleanse and watch Titanic just to see Kate Winslet's yeah, exactly. like, exactly. <laughs> like, like you can, you can just watch it and see it and be like, this is normal. This is fine. Like, let's, yeah. Yeah. And like, and I bet you too as well, the people that are that upset about it, and I guess, you know, it's, you know, actually, you know, maybe I shouldn't even say that part of it because I'm not 100% sure. The people who are this upset about, you know, like a pride night or something like that, or, you know, seeing gay people, transgender people, uh, in, intersex people, whatever on mm-hmm. In movies, TV shows, on commercials, in oh, books. On the street, even. On, like, on the street, whatever. Yeah. I bet you those people's favorite category on Pornhub is lesbians. <laughs> I bet you. <laughs> Does it affect you directly? No. Okay, shut up about it then. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, Unless the- you want to help out with it, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> Just shut the fuck up. Everyone yeah. is better without you opening your mouth. The uh the last thing I wanted to So uh, it's a little bring aggressive, but I well, think we're but... at that point. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> the last thing I wanted to bring up was this is uh from Corey Mass Massasak um from The Athletic, who covers the San Jose yes. Sharks. Um and James Reimer, he spoke to the local media about his decision to not participate in warm-ups because of the pride jerseys. And uh, he was asked, when you see the pride jersey or logo, what does that mean to you? And Reimer said, I get what the message is. I think people are trying to, su- to show support to the community, and I'm sure people in the community feel marginalized. So it's people trying to come along with them in a public way and support them. Okay, so far so good, right? Yeah. So far so good. For me, to some extent, that's what you want to do is you want to love them where I keep reiterating what I'm saying is where it intersects for a Christian and the way I personally and the people close to me in my life interpret the Bible is you love them, but you can't support the activity or lifestyle. And it's like, dude, like you, you it sounded like you had it, but you obviously don't. You're like, it's you ask somebody on the street, lifestyle. what is, what is a, the price? Yeah. It's, it's yeah. not a lifestyle. It's not a choice. It's who these people are. Exactly. It's, it's like he same, asked somebody on the yeah. street, what does the pride logo mean? Like what, what's with all the rainbows? And they said, we're just trying to show support in a public way for these people. And he's, and then he just reiterated that right now yeah. in this thing and then said, but for me, I just don't support the, the choice basically. And it's like, it's not a choice. It's the same way that James Reimer is six, three. That's not yeah. his choice. <laughs> yeah. That's just his height. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's, it's not, it's it's not a you know like a like a choice for Rhymer unless he were to you know go color his hair. But again, manufactured, temporary, right? Like not mm. actually 
what it is that, you know, he's got brown hair. Yeah. Right. That's who he is. It's, it's right. That's part, part of, him. of yeah. him. Exactly. Yeah. So it's, it's things like that, that I'm like, okay, yes, we can talk about this for going on 20 minutes or, or so probably now, but like, so like, th- this is great, but you know, a lot of the, um, the people that have Reimer's mentality, it's going to take a lot more to change it than just say, oh, oh it's yeah, not a absolutely. choice. And they're like, oh, it's not a choice. Oh, I see. It's like, it's, it's like my hair color or my height. It can't be. That makes sense. Okay, I, whatever. I support it now. Like, yeah. it's, it's just not going to happen, it, unfortunately. Yeah. But, yeah. I break it down that way just to show, because I feel like you, like you sometimes have to break it down that much Yeah. to, to show, like, this is the stuff you're talking about. Right. Like, mm-hmm. and okay, let's compare it to this. Right. Like, like this is what you're, what you're doing. Yeah. Right. So, and then there might be other like better ways to go about it. And uh, that's fine. If, if there are better ways, please let me know. Right. Like that's just, that's just the reason that I try to bring it down that way at least. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, yeah. Yeah. But um, eh, yeah, I, I guess just to kind of bring it back to a more, positive note um the the sharks i think handled the situation really well and a lot better than a lot of other teams did um so you know once again kind of the rare w and rare props to the yeah. san jose sharks from us here we, we, we don't do that a whole lot but you know where um credit where it's due especially when it comes to the the off ice aspect of hockey in the hockey community um and yeah and just the support that the, the Sharks organization um, as as an organization, not as necessarily the individuals within, but um, 99% of the individuals within the organization and the organization as a whole did a really good job. Um, so uh, off yeah. ice as a Ducks fan can respect that very much. So, Yeah, absolutely. Um, I did want to bring up just the, the, the question and the answer before uh, – the one that you were talking about oh, there. Sure. Yeah. Um, kind of le- defeats the purpose of my leaving it on a nice note, but carry on. <laughs> okay. No, yeah. Sorry. Okay. We, we no, can no. leave it then. So oh, I, I can, I can put it on okay. personal or whatever. So oh, sure. Okay. It was just more yeah, of a, okay. like, uh, like really kind of thing. So, but yeah, no, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. done with that. So, okay. But sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, just, just know that for, I, I think I can speak freely for, yes. for you, Carter, here. <laughs> yeah. No matter what you're going to say, yes. <laughs> Gay, lesbian, trans, anything within the LGBTQ2IA plus community, um, white, uh, African American, Asian, like, like whatever your mm-hmm. racial background, whatever your religious background, as as long as you're not a dick about it, mm-hmm. and you know, like whatever your sexuality, you're welcome here. Mm-hmm. You are welcome here. Absolutely. Yeah. We don't. Like we, we we do, but we don't give two shits. Yeah, we're like good for you, but like, yeah, th- it doesn't affect how we see you. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So like, I still uh, one of my I still remember when one of my best friends in middle school came out, mm-hmm. and like it it honestly it honestly was me for like two seconds going like, oh wow, and then a quick second later, oh yeah, no, that just makes sense, and nothing changed. Yeah. You're like, what, really? It's like, oh, wait, no, I can see that. Oh, yeah, okay. So, like, you still want to go, I was going to say grab a beer, but you said middle school, like, grab yeah. a burger, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just... Everything was the same. Everything yeah. was the same. Yeah. There, it, it's, 
it's still a human being at the end of the day, just as Carter is still a human being, just as I'm still a human being, right? That person that you're knocking down for who they are is still a human being at the end of the day. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Just don't, just don't be a dick. Just don't be a dick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I, you know, this is, we're going a little bit off script here as well, but I think, um, <laughs> as well, when do, just when don't we, <laughs> well, yeah, I know. Uh, but I, I think I do want to do this for the, the Sharks organization. So everybody in the, the Sharks, minus James Reimer, um, <laughs> what, how they handled Pride Night is... A big energy move. There you go. Yeah. Get an um, extra one in there. Yeah. Um, now, into this week's actual big D energy. Not actual, but the, the planned big D energy <laughs> move of, uh, of this week. As, uh, we could just call it a double. We could. Yeah. We could, yeah. Yeah. Bonus. Um, this was from, uh, we, we kind of talked about this already. Uh, I think it was on our Wednesday episode, I believe. Yeah, it was because it was happening during uh, the live stream that right. we did of uh, Anaheim and New York. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, Alan Walsh, uh, pretty popular on Twitter, famous for the posting of the flurry with the sword stuck in the back yeah. picture. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but for those that don't remember, uh, he's, he's an agent, an NHL agent, and specifically Marc-Andre Fleury's agent. Uh, Fleury was uh, mic'd up for the game against the St. Louis Blues where he almost fought Jordan Bennington. Beautiful. And uh, yeah, well, uh, well, let's get it going here. So, Yeah, this is, this is Fleury uh, mic'd up. Uh, on the ice during that uh, the altercation, as, so it, as it he's starts coming down. Yeah, yeah, it starts as it starts with him at the St. Louis Blue Line as he's coming down. Yeah. Hey, hey, let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's go, let's go, let's go. No, 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 let's go. For those listening, this is when he gets grabbed by the linesman. It'll be fun, no? It'll be fun, no? I don't like having my hair like this, you know? I just get my stuff. I don't. I don't get my stuff. I don't, like stuff. I don't like my hair like this. I don't like having my hair like this. Yeah, exactly. And just, uh, like, come on, let's go. It'll be, it'll be fun. It'll be fun, no? Like, get the crowd going a bit. What it, he said something else here about um, he always wants to fight somebody. Where yeah. is it? Um, because it does have captions. It's kind of hard to hear for those just listening. So, yeah, he always wants to fight somebody. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I love him. <laughs> It'll be fun, no? <laughs> oh, man. I love Marc-Andre Fleury. If I haven't said that before on this show, I love no, Marc-Andre Fleury. <laughs> never. I don't think you have, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> there is a reason that this guy is my favorite goaltender of all time. Like, yeah. growing up, everything like that. So, um yeah, fuck. <laughs> I, just, I saw those. I saw those. Uh, those clips the next day and whatever, and I was just laughing about it. I'm like, this That's is good. too good. Yeah, this is too good. <laughs> so we already gave one to the San Jose Sharks this episode. Uh, we'll give the other one to Alan Walsh for for blessing us uh, for blessing our ear holes this Sunday yeah. or, and the Minnesota Wild because money. this yep. this it was originally their clip that Alan. Oh, shared. okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, into the the wild and Alan Walsh for blessing our ear holes with this a play. big energy move. And then for uh, uh, just once again, 
to Marc-Andre Fleury for doing everything he, he could to, to try and uh, just beat the piss out of Jordan Bennington. And trying to get his first NHL fight. Yeah, a big <laughs> energy move. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, uh, that's good. The, the, the clip of him mic'd up is uh, everything I've ever wanted. Yeah, there is, there's a reason. Oh, if, ah, how, how do I? It, there's a reason that he's right there. Right there. there. In the background. And then he's there, right there. And then he's there. And there's two more jerseys in my closet with his yeah. name on them. He's a, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, a, he's a big part of Nate's life. Yeah. There, there's a reason that I have a t shirt that says, In Flower We Trust. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or In Flurry We Trust, not, not Flower. Okay. Uh, yeah. Does it, doesn't it have like the, um, like the flowers around? Yeah. It does, have, like, yeah. The, it does have like the flowers on the other side of his name, I think. Yeah. So. Yeah. But. And there's a reason that I have like number 29 in Minnesota Wild Colors as a sticker on my computer here. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So, yeah. I love yeah. this man. I love this man. <laughs> well, the last thing we have for this episode is uh, just the lone upcoming game uh, that is going to be on Tuesday night, a rematch against the Calgary Flames, although this one will be at Honda Center, not. Uh, up in Calgary, 7 p.m. Pacific time start for that one. Just as a note as well, we will be joining Audie James, who we've had on the podcast a couple times. Yeah, I think we've had him a couple times on now. Yeah, I think the first time was with James Johnson when they were doing the original Barnburner yeah. uh, hockey podcast uh, that was on THPN. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had him on, uh, there's there's one show, I think, last season that you weren't able to make. Something came up. Yeah. Uh, last minute so i brought audio on to to talk with me or that so yeah um, yeah that's right yeah so, um so long time listeners of the show might remember him but he hosts game over calgary on the sdb sdpn network uh so we'll be live after the game uh for about half hour 40 minutes or so yeah. just to do a post game chat if you can't make it if you miss it it'll be up on youtube afterwards or your um favorite podcast platform game over um is is just the name of the show there pretty easy to find so um yeah annie o'donnell was on the last one the last time these teams met um and we we listened to it on our way back from calgary so um so yeah we'll be we'll be there um just kind of right after puck drop i'm I'm assuming it's like you know five minutes after or not puck drop sorry five minutes after the game ends or so yeah it's about five ten minutes kind of depending so just on uh On, on the setup or that so i guess this will be my this will be my first scheduled time on the show i've been on the show two other times just as like a, a last minute fill-in because like a guest fell out or something like that so oh yeah uh yeah Audie's brought me on to, to talk some flames so um i'm sure for that episode i'll kind of be the middle ground talking anaheim and calgary mm-hmm. uh audio will be a bit more of the, the calgary side obviously and you can be a bit more of the Anaheim side, so it'll be a mm-hmm. it'll be an interesting show for sure. Yeah, so. yeah it'll be good. So yeah, but, and, it's, sure and it's always it's out. always a it's always a good time as well there with uh, talking with anybody from SDPN as well. So yeah, for sure. Uh, in terms of what we think for this game here, uh, we had well three one final for Anaheim previously. You had three two for Anaheim, so we're pretty close. I had four three Anaheim in that that last game there, but. Um, yeah, do you have a score prediction for this one? Or or I, I guess, you know, maybe anything to add to uh to our, our discussion. Like obviously we just played them, but you know, obviously things are different since last time we played Calgary like a week or so ago. Yeah, this is the this flame team is just 
they're they're fighting right now to make the playoffs and it's not looking good for them uh as much as anaheim might get eliminated from playoff contention this week they could potentially play a bigger spoiler to the flames season uh by winning this game here um yeah calgary uh currently as we're recording this is sitting uh four points back behind the winnipeg jets uh with the same amount of games played uh, however, right on their tail, only one point back is the Nashville Predators with three games in hand. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, so Calgary's in a in a very tight spot right now. I think the math lines up that they need. I think they can only have like two or three more losses the entire season to give themselves a chance. Yeah, like and, a realistic chance. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, which there's still a long ways to go. They they haven't. Decently easy schedule. Two games against Anaheim. The thing with Calgary, um, though, is three that Three they... against... Oh, sorry, two against San Jose, three against Vancouver, one against Chicago, so... Calgary's a team that's interesting where they play really good against the good teams. And then... Yeah. And I think we saw this in that game specifically against Anaheim. They don't play as well against those lower teams. Yeah. Because, um, what, for Calgary, for... Yeah, last... Last Friday would have been uh, like the game against Anaheim, right? Which they lost. Um, and then I think uh, who are they? Who did they play on the? I have it Saturday, up here. They beat. I think. They beat Ottawa on the Sunday, five one. Oh yeah, Sunday. Who at who at that time was still fighting for a playoff spot, and they've yeah. subsequently backed out now. And then then they lost to Arizona in overtime, four three. Yep. And then they wall up the Golden Knights 7-2, which again says, you know, they play up to those playoff teams. Yeah. Ending um, Jordan, or uh, Jordan Quick, uh, Jonathan Quick, his first loss in a Golden Knights uniform. Oh, wow. Um, and then, yeah, another heartbreaker, uh, 6-5 overtime loss to the Dallas Stars uh, just on Saturday, this past yeah. Saturday. Which was a very, uh, which was a very good game. I will say that. So. Yeah. But, you know, like, those as, are, as those a are games fan, that you gotta was... be winning and getting, well, I mean, you know Dallas, they're up there as well, so it's yeah, it's understandable. But the definitely the loss to the uh, Coyotes hurts quite a bit, I think. <laughs> yeah, so. exactly. So, um, yeah, just just knowing what I do about Calgary in specific, and they'll also be on the second half of a back to back. And I got no clue with Daryl Sutter anymore, man. I just got no yeah. clue with him. Yeah. Uh, in any case, I'm still going to predict an Anaheim Ducks win. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. I like it. And I'm going to tweak my previous one. I'm going to say 4-2. 4-2? Okay. I, for I, I for the flame's the... sake, I want to be wrong about this. And I guess yeah. for Anaheim as well. Really, yeah. I, I want a flame's win out of this. <laughs> but... Yeah. It's it's probably not going to happen though. I've seen I, I've I've seen this happen too much yeah. with this team. So uh, again, I'm I'm not going to predict a Flames win. It's just not in my nature. <laughs> so I, I have to say Anaheim. But you know, I don't think a three-one win is realistic to just you know take the last score. Like when was the last time the Ducks only allowed one goal? Um... Like. If ever this season, uh, against Arizona, um, back, 
I don't know when the date is, but a long time ago. I was about to say, well, against Tampa, no, 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 we lost 6-1. Yeah. We scored one. (laughs) Yeah, so like, it's... It, that's it's only happened like twice this season. Then I guess um, I'm going back through the entire season right now. Yeah, I'm thinking, I, I I'm am now too at this point. So it's <laughs> it's looking like that. Yeah, I mean, like two yeah, goals it's, against it's, feels realistic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but but even then, like uh, lately, we oh, haven't oh, been three times okay. because uh, this. Oh wait. No, never mind. That's preseason. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. So I was gonna say no, there was a there was a three one against uh, Arizona, but that was in September. So yeah, that's preseason. So yeah, yeah. twice. <laughs> Although we do have a John Gibson shutout this year as well, uh, which oh, I think we missed. I, I forget where that one was. Oh, against Dallas. Yeah, the two nothing yeah. one. Right? So I, I just saw a zero and assumed it wasn't. So yeah, so no, three <laughs> times. But um, anyways, I, I think yeah, at least two, maybe even three goals is realistic. But I think. I think 4-3. I want to say 5-3, but Calgary just really seems to not be able to finish in those really tight games. Like, they don't necessarily give yeah. up that extra one. But, like... I think it's. So, I think yeah, after I last night's loss to Dallas, it's 21 games that the Flames have lost this season, either in overtime or in regulation, uh, that they've lost by a single goal. Yeah, so... Yeah, I mean, it, it checks out to have that one goal gap. 5-4 seems too high. 3-2 uh, seems a little low. So I think 4-3 I think is a good safe bet. There For you me, go. That, that's what I feel. But there yeah. you go. Yeah, again, um, we'll be and, on yeah. SDPN post-game uh, for about half an hour, 40 minutes or so to, yep. to wrap up this one with Audi James. So, and we'll and we'll yeah. share the links as well. I'll be absolutely I'll be sure to share those because audio will post them like earlier in the day. So yeah, check Instagram, check uh, check our Facebook page now. We have a new Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can be sure to go follow that. Uh, same thing. It should be just at Quack Report Pod, yep. um, or the Quack Report Podcast uh, if you're just searching it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, actually, I'll, I'll put in the link tree as well. I'll be sure to do that uh, just after here. Oh, yeah. Good call. Um, so yeah, if you just go to the link in our in our Instagram or Twitter bio, uh, you should be able to find that uh, that Facebook page. So um, yeah, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook. Um, we'll be sure to share that link. So yeah, all right. Um, that does it for this episode of the Quack Report. Nate, if people want to get in touch with you for any reason, whether for funny memes or you know we had a bit of a serious conversation on this episode as well, if they want to reach out to talk more about that, where can they do that at? Uh, you can tweet at me at Tate Namas or DM me. I guess my uh, my DMs are open. Uh, yeah, at Tate Namas, T A T E N H O M A S on Twitter. Yeah, and I'm on Twitter at Carter underscore Potts, P O T T S underscore 97. Uh, as Nate said, at Quack Report Pod is uh, all of our social media handles. At HockeyPodNet is the entire network. Uh, thank you to everybody who tuned in for this episode. We appreciate it, and go, Ducks, go. Go, Ducks, go.